All right, all right. This is Feeney Talks with Friends. My name is Eric Feeney. I'm the founder and president of Friends of Feeney. Our mission is to help children and families that have heartbreak or tragedy. And this is a podcast called Feeney Talks with Friends. And I talk with wonderful people from the community that are doing great things. Today's guest does wonderful things in the community, in the West Hartford community, in the Weeha community. How you doing, Ronnie? I'm doing well. Thank you, Eric. Thanks for having me on the show, and I'm glad we finally were able to have this happen. Yeah, long time coming. This is Ronnie Newen from Weeha.com. Yep. In addition to many other things, um, I'm wearing my shirt. You like my shirt? I love your shirt. I'm so glad you're wearing that. I right. have one of those, too. I should have worn it. This is the first. Except for I'd be shivering if I were wearing shirt sleeves right now. <laughs> it is a little chilly in here. This is my first in vineyard vine shirt. That's very oh. cool. I feel special. That's, this is my welcome to West Hartford moment. I got this at the Elmwood Barbershop. Okay. Uh, like a block down from my house. I was walking my dog and I saw uh, first time I met Tom Hickey was in there. So first time I met him, I had to get a shirt. So I, And I wore it especially for you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. And I just want to, uh, this is episode 39. Ronnie Newton, our last guest was episode 38, Kenny Main. So go back and check it out. He's, he was on ESPN. Uh, 37 was Chief Riddick. 36 was Mayor Sherry Cantor. Those friends of yours? They are friends of mine. Well, except for Kenny Main. I, I do not know him, but Chief Riddick and uh, the mayor are both friends of mine. Yes. Yeah. Nice. I know. I said, Chief, you want a message? Ronnie's coming up on the show coming up next week. I'll ask her a question or tell, I'll see Ronnie. And you told me you saw Ronnie I, today. I oh, excuse actually, me, yeah, you saw I, Chief today. Yeah, I saw him probably about an hour ago. <laughs> I was at a, a reception for one of the um, police longtime uh, employees, Captain Eric Rochelieu, retired, and I went to wish him good luck in his retirement, and, and the Chief was there. And are you going to write about it on the weha.com? I will be mentioning it in my Business Buzz column um, next Monday. And Business Buzz comes out every Monday? Every Monday. Um, it leads our Monday morning newsletter, which comes out at 6 a.m. And then at some point during the day, usually around lunchtime or later in the day, I'll share it on Facebook also. Yeah, Owen knew all about you. He goes, I get all my information from Ronnie at weha.com. That's great that she's coming in. So it's good. Uh, I mean, how many people do you think you reach with the weha.com? Well, it's, it's funny you ask that question. Not because I was coming here, but because I was talking to someone else about our statistics this month. The statistics are have actually skyrocketed and been higher than in any kind of a normal month. I mean, we've had months where there's been like a lot of breaking news, like when the pandemic first started, our our readership was just absolutely outrageous. But we've had um, you no know, three hundred and fifty-eight thousand page views in the last thirty days. Which, considering that included like the New Year's holiday, that's a huge number. But there have been a couple of stories that have really resonated with people that have gotten a lot of page views. Um, one was about a couple who moved here from Southern California, and they kind of picked West Hartford out of out of Google. Really, I mean, they started looking for places that they could raise their family that would be good places to, you know, bring up their their young daughter and where there was just a good quality of life and where they could also access international airports and trains to New York. And they work in the movie industry. Well, he's a producer and she's a PR person. And they realized when the pandemic hit that they could kind of work anywhere. So they picked West Hartford wow. and moved here um, maybe a little less than a year ago and are loving it. And 
that story, for whatever reason, just did got a lot of engagement. And um, did you meet with them and have a sit down? I did. Oh, I did. nice. Sat down, um, had lunch with them, talked to them, and called back and asked a couple more questions because sometimes that initial interview, I realize as I'm writing, I need some more clarification. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I think I saw that. That was really cool. And then New York Times did something, top 10 places to live outside of New York, and West Hartford was on West there. West Hartford was in there, yeah. So I, So West Hartford makes a lot of lists, but when it's a list in the New York Times or in you know u.s news and world report or newsweek or i don't know better homes and garden like a, a national well-known um, media outlet or some kind of really um, respected list then i'll usually write a story about it and, nice. and people love to, to hear that didn't you write your you have a pin, uh, tweet pinned to the top and it's like someone won an american idol or someone did something at a concert <laughs> Yeah, I probably need to untweet that so or un unpin that. But Which one was that? That was a great story, though. So a, um, I'm going to mess up her first name, but one of the Bellucci girls, Erin um, Bellucci, or forgive me if I've gotten them mixed up because there's there's two young women who are are pretty close in age. Um, one of them, they were they were at a concert, um, Michael Bublé concert. Okay. And he was having some kind of contest during that concert. And she got up on stage and sang, and it was just absolutely, unbelievably awesome. And I wrote a story about it, and it got um, got uh, included on the Today Show. That's what it so was. So, yeah. yeah, it got a mention in the Today Show. And I was always a huge Today Show fan, so I thought it was really cool that I got that shout-out. Shout out. So I've had that tweet pinned yeah. up there for like I'm two a huge years. Fan. <laughs> My wife loves Michael Bubbles. Loves Michael them. Bubbles, huh? Loves them. But he's a good singer. He's good yeah. stuff. He's, the Christmas is great. His Christmas uh, album. So if people see our Twitter feed and click on that link, you can you can hear the performance. And it really is amazing. She did an unbelievable job. Like spontaneously picked out of the crowd to sing a Michael Bubbles song? Yeah. Or no? no? No, no. To sing her own. Oh, gosh. You're going to ask me what the song was. And I, I don't remember. But... Um, that's fine. That's but, fine. So, so you're an editor, editor and reporter. Yep. So, what are three things that make you great at your job? What are three characteristics that make you, or if you were to train your a mentee, what are three things? So, to me, the most important thing is being accurate, and and that really, if if I put something down on paper, um, I've checked it out. So, and it's taken a really long time to build that trust in the community, but to me, it's really important that people can believe the information I put out there. So I spend a lot of time searching and searching and just double checking, making sure I've got words spelled correctly, making sure I understand the meaning of a word that I'm using. So, I mean, I think that, that to me is the most important. Um, secondly, it's writing things in a way that people can relate to and and I don't necessarily always do this but just making it breaking it down into pieces so that people can understand and, and the story flows um, and when I say I'm going to follow up on something and get back to someone I do uh, I mean I'm sure there are times that I that things slip my mind I've got a lot of a lot of stuff on my plate, um, but I think 
that, you know, if somebody asks me a question or says, you know, you included this in a story, what about that? Do you know anything about this? If I say I'm going to get back to you, I'll look into it and I will. Just be accurate, and I, accountable, and precise. I like it. No, that, I mean, your stories are very... Now, is this true? Most I like newspapers. Yeah, I, I do enjoy reading. You're, you have dialogue and, you, you know, people talking and um, you mix it up. And it's just very, I want to say, easy read. Is that, I don't know, hopefully that's not offensive. Is it easy read? No, no, it's not. Friendly I mean, I tr- read? Print friendly? Well, I try not to be, you know, really esoteric. I try not to use, my, my kids used to always tease me about using big words. But I don't, I don't say I use big words, but I like to use strong words. Yeah. So... Not necessarily, you know, the word very. I'll come up with an adjective that's different. And one thing that um, my, so my background, well, my background in journalism was as a features writer. And that's really my comfort zone. So when you're writing features, it's definitely more descriptive. You write a lead that really like just hooks people in at the very beginning. And it doesn't have to be. A news lead is very different from a features lead. A features lead can be much more playful. So when I'm writing about a topic, I really want to make sure that I'm not repeating the same words a lot. So I'll write down or or type out a list of adjectives that have to do with the topic, and then I kind of mix them up as I'm I'm writing. As a third grade teacher, we we call them juicy words. We don't want to say good, bad, happy, and sad. Those are boring words. We want to say elated, overjoyed, thrilled. And also said, said is dead. We want to say exclaimed, shouted, replied. But um, it's funny, in the news business, you use said. You right? use said or maybe noted. We're reading BFG explained. in class and the kids are like, said every other word. BFG said, BFG said. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, totally went against yeah. my whole teaching these kids how to write. And is it true that most newspapers are written at a seventh grade level? I've, I've always heard that. Yeah, I don't know. That's... No? I, I, yeah, probably. The Waterbury Republican. I, I was a paper boy for years. Mm-hmm. And someone, I think one of my people I delivered to mentioned that mm-hmm. once and it kind of stuck with me. You don't know, never heard that? Or? I, I never heard that, but I didn't. So I didn't go to school to become a journalist. I studied political science and economics. Um, so it, it is kind of, a, it's my second career. So, so I never took a course where somebody said right at a second grade level. And have you I ever made a grammatical <laughs> mistake that you saw and you were like, oh, or, or do you check it that? Have you made a mistake? Oh, absolutely. I, I make mistakes probably every day. Um, I have. Is some, there a way to go back and edit it after the fact? Yes. Oh, that's one of smart. the great things that's about great. digital journalism is that, you know, once it's in a... Print form, it's done. Once it's in our newsletter, then that's out there. I can fix whatever that links to, but that newsletter goes out in an email and I can't, I can't pull it back once it's out there, but I can fix the story itself. And oh, every great. once in a while I mess up a headline. Um, I did a really bad one the other day where I used the word controller instead of comptroller, and that was in a headline. Um, hopefully <laughs> not too many people uh, caught it. Sometimes spell check, you know, you get so dependent on Oh, I'm terrible at writing text messages or emails. I have to read my emails to parents or when I send them out multiple times. And well, the my, trick my is reading it backwards. Auto-corrects. Do you do that? Read it backwards? Is that a trick? I do sometimes do that. Yep. I do if I'm 
if I'm editing something that's going to be in print and, and it's like the final edit, so I also am the editor of West Hartford Life, and I've got to be extremely careful about that because it is in print, print so I can't, yep. I have to print a correction if there's a, an egregious error. And how long have you been doing West Hartford Life? Uh, about three years. And a quick comparison, Venn diagram, West Hartford Life to weha.com. Similarities and differences? Um, so there's some similarities and there's some overlap of content. Um, one of the biggest differences is that Weha, I'm writing about something that's happening today or happened yesterday or there's, there's a sense of urgency. Whereas right now I'm working on the March issue. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. So, so gotcha. it's January. I'm working on the March issue of West Hartford yep. Life. So I really need to think about things that are a little farther in the future gotcha. and it's another season and um, things need to, well, we do a lot more of what we call evergreen stories where they're not, they're not tied to any particular um, like, um, event. Time or, frame. Or yeah. They're date? basically evergreen. They can, that, can oh, run it. Oh, evergreen. I get yeah, it now. The run it anytime. Ah, right. Okay. Right. Okay. So they, they don't get, they don't get dated. Um, so, but nice. there, but there's definitely overlap. Um, I, you know, I adapt some of my weha.com stories to West Hartford life. I write a lot of restaurant stories for weha.com and I'll do a dining roundup for, for West Hartford life where I'll pull pieces of that, those stories. Now who started the weha? Because when I first moved here 13 years ago, I'm like, I'm never calling it Weeha. Who dare calls it Weeha? And here I am, rocking the shirt, proud to be a Weeha citizen and resident to teach so, and live here. So well, that's a really good question. Where is this from? Where is this from? So, the, so I actually never, ever, ever call West Hartford Weeha. Okay. I never have. I probably <laughs> never will. But it is, it is our business. So the Weeha name predated the website. And I remember a friend I used to run with had a hat that she'd bought at Bennett's card shop, which was at the corner um, of LaSalle Road and Farmington Avenue, where Blue Mercury is now. Yep. And she'd bought this hat there. It said, Weeha. And I thought it was cute, but I thought, oh, well, I'll never call the town that. Right. And that was before we started the website. So when I had been doing a previous hyperlocal news job and had gotten laid off along with most of the rest of the company when the company was going in a different direction. I had started my own business, was doing that for a while, and got uh, talked into starting this hyperlocal news website. Um, our, our sales director, who's still our sales director, Kosik Makati, had purchased a couple of um, URLs, so a couple of domains, and the ones that had West Hartford spelled out in them were all taken already. Gotcha. So there was, you know, the West Hartford News, there was um, West Hartford CT, that which belongs to the town. So really anything that we, we wanted a .com. So anything was, was taken already. So he bought Weha with the hyphen because Weha without the hyphen belongs to a stone company in Germany. Oh, all right. And you I know the that the question they, I was going to ask. Ex well, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. So a lot of times people will send me, you know, like a Facebook message, and if you type out weha.com, it pulls up the website. Yeah, I've done that. And, well, if you do it without the hyphen, you'll see it pulls up a firm that says Alice for, für Steinarbeitung. So <laughs> everything you need for stonework, basically, literally translated. Um, nice. 
so I think people email editorial at wehad.com, which is my email, but if they leave out the hyphen, it just goes into nowhere land. Yep, she can be reached at editorial at we-ha.com. Correct. Editorial. No, you write wonderful stories. I want to thank you. Uh, you mentioned Friends of Feeney when it started in 2016. We've done multiple fundraisers, and you always put us in the business buzz, and I can't thank you enough. Um, no, the, the community looks forward to your uh, business buzz. Business buzz? Business buzz, yeah. Monday morning, uh, co-workers will see, did you see it in Business Buzz Monday morning at school? So that's really cool. It's funny how that, that's taken off, too, because it's, it's evolved over the what years. What inspired you for the Business Buzz? When did that kick in? Well, so I, I actually started it at my previous job. Um, it, it was kind of one of those in-the-shower inspirations, like, oh, yeah, I'll just do some, like, bullet points at the time thinking just stories I've already written, just highlighting them, and it's just kind of a good summary of business news from the past week, and it'll yep. be quick and easy. And then I realized it kind of needed a, an introduction. So at first, I had kind of a um, just a standard introduction. And then people in the community really like to tell you what they think. So a few people would complain, why do you always include that introduction? Just put the bullet points. But I don't like that. I like, you know, it has to have yeah, something. Don't like, you start going where you went out to dinner that day? And well, that, that's evolved more out of time. When you went for a run, you <laughs> so, walked a dog. Those are things I do a lot. Yeah. So I, I kind of started talking about the weather. And anyone who knows me knows, like, I hate winter. I don't like being cold. I love the summer. I love to go to the beach. I like to just, like, be out in nature when it's warm. And I don't have to be bundled up wearing a coat and mittens like when I came in here today. So I'd kind of start talking about the weather. Gotcha. And every now and then I'd talk about my kids. And as the journey has gone on, my daughter graduated from high school and went to college. And my son was in high school. And then he graduated and he went to college. And then my daughter got engaged. And there have been kind of these big, you know, milestone, got kind of transformative moments in my life. So... I've included a little bit of information, and it seems like it's resonated with people, and yeah, they felt like personal connection. Yeah, they like they good. know me. Yeah, you know. And then my I had my older dog, and my dog died, and people, you know, really understood that and understood that pain. And then we got a new dog. We had this puppy, and she's really cute. So I would write about her, and I try to include her picture in there on a pretty regular basis. And yeah, what kind of dog is that again? She's a bearded collie. Bearded collie. So. Hashtag bearded collie. <laughs> Hashtag bearded collie. They're actually, they're they're kind of a rare dog these days. Um, the first one we got was completely by accident. Was um, it a bearded collie as well? Well, we think he was. Um, we never had it. Well, it was back before anybody had their dog's DNA tested. But we got him got him from the animal shelter in Alexandria, Virginia, and we lived in the D.C. area at the time. And they told us he was a border collie terrier mix, and that he would be kind of cocker spaniel size and he ended up being like 65 pounds and oh. a lot of fur and one day somebody said is that a bearded collie and we had never heard of it <laughs> so we started looking into it and he seemed to be pretty much completely bearded collie with like a little touch of something else thrown in that's so cool and what was his name his name was Hobbs Hobbs, Hobbs. like Calvin and Hobbs exactly like nice. Calvin and Hobbs and your current dog is Millie. 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 That's right. We had one in between who was a bearded collie also named oh, wow. Scarlet. Nice. And Scarlet, we had her till she was a week shy of 16. 
That's awesome. And Millie's about two and a half. I, yeah, I never considered myself a dog guy, but now we have a Labradoodle named Barkley. And, uh, you know, I can't be without him. You know, yeah. I was like, keep him in the kitchen. Now it's like, I got to go to bed. I need someone to cuddle and keep me warm. <laughs> but it's great. All right, last question about the reporting. Your, this is Matt Dick's storytelling game. First, Uh-oh. last, best, worst. Do you have a story that you've reported on? Your first story ever, or first story, your last story, like your most current story, your best story, and your worst story. Okay. Any order you like. So my first story, I can, I can tell you that, and it was, this was not on Weha. This was back when I was freelancing for Imprint, which at the time was the owner of the West Hartford News and the Newington Town Crier. And I wrote a story about the Newington Chamber of Commerce's brand new office. And the head of the chamber at the time was Leon Davidoff, who is now, you know, I mean, this was probably in, gosh, Leon, I'll kill me if I get the year wrong, but I'm guessing it was maybe 2000, 2001. Nice, Leon, hold on, Leon, this guy, Leon, wait, wait. Exactly. Exactly. So we're we're still friends there. This is at the Lions Collaborative event. Sorry. So anyway, that's how long I've known Leon. I interviewed him for for that story. And actually, the way I ended up writing that story was was kind of funny. One of my neighbors was um, doing freelance uh, photography for the West Hartford News. And I was just talking to her and I said, oh, did they ever ask you to write the stories? And she said, Oh gosh, no, 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 no! I don't want to do that. And she actually had minored in jur- in journalism in college, but she does not like to write, and she didn't ever want to be asked. And I thought, wow, you know, I was I had taken a sabbatical from my insurance and risk management career at that time. It was shortly after I'd moved to West Hartford, and she said, you know, I, I, I said that I used to write for my paper in college. Hey, I think I think that would be kind of fun. So she gave my name to the editor, and the editor called me and assigned me, without ever seeing a writing sample, assigned me to cover this story, which I did, and I guess it was okay. And I started freelancing for, for the West Hartford News. And um, there you go. Now and there the you rest go. is history. That's awesome. So my, so that was my oldest story, yep. the very first one. Another story, actually, and this was my first kind of modern non-freelance non story was I wrote about the, um, the bookends of Elmwood. So it's kind of one of my first restaurant stories. Tapas, which is no longer there mm-hmm. anymore, but now it's oh, Frida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, you know, right down the street from where we are right now and the Corner Pug. And Corner Pug is still there. Yep. So both owned by Ted Vetter. Um, I think now his son is the owner of, of Corner Pug. But that was a story I wrote for what at the time was called Living in West Hartford, which is now West Hartford Magazine. And, uh, and that, that was my first story for that and, publication. And you Eventually talked about every restaurant editor. in between? Or just or uh, the yeah. two ends? So, no, so, so those were two of my early stories. Gotcha. I'm trying to th- remember what um, I wrote the best and this worst? morning. I oh. wrote a story about the town improving the climate change crisis resolution. So that was what I wrote today. Last night, I wrote Business Buzz, and I also wrote a story about um, Save Connie the Whale, which is the um, 
20, or no, I'm sorry, 62 foot replica of, of a sperm whale that's on the grounds of the Children's Museum, but it needs to move because the museum property is being sold. And um, just today I was fishing through emails and Google Drive at school, and it's like I got to one where my daughters were like two or three in front of Connie. And I'm like, oh, let me email it to myself so I could have this mm -hmm. for use, maybe, you know, social media post or something because it's a hot topic now, Connie. Well, there's an effort to save Connie, and, and the person I interviewed yesterday, on a Sunday, because, yeah, because I work all no weekend, days off for I try to take Saturday off. I do try to take Saturday off. Um, but he's, he's the um, president of the Cetacean Society International. And, um, kind of save and Connie they're, the they're trying to find a home for Connie. It's like cement, isn't it's, it? Um, it weighs 45,000 pounds, they that's estimate. It. That's it? Right. That's it? Yeah, that. that's it. <laughs> Me and a couple but, uh, friends, we'll move that. How many tons is that? I don't know. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> 30 tons? Something like that? No, it's tons well, 2,000 pounds, so it's, it's a, a lot. It's, a, it's very cool and should not go to waste. It's yeah. a beautiful, you would call that art, right? Piece of art or piece um, of? Yeah, it's, it's sculpture. 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 But my best story, oh gosh, that's a... Yeah, it's very opinionated, but... That's a tough one. One of the ones that I probably worked the hardest on kind of recently was one about um, the, the homeless or, or the, the people who um, ask for money on, on the corners of West Hartford. That's a hot topic. That was, um, was kind of a long story. There were a lot of pieces to it. I spent a lot of time working on that and really making sure that, that the facts were well checked and, and interviewing a lot of people. Did you interview any people that were actually doing the panhandling? I did not. Um, I was only going to do that if I could do it with somebody else. I didn't feel comfortable doing that on my own. And I was actually urged by the police department to, to. that it was probably, you know, that I should take someone with me if I did that. I am still planning a follow-up to that story. I have, I have some research that I've done. Um, so that that's probably one of the ones that. Um, it's a very uh, yeah, touchy subject because, I mean, you're starting to almost everywhere now, everywhere in the center or by the highway or by Bishop's Corner, by the mall. Yeah, it's it could be overwhelming at times. But. And there's no, it, it's a difficult topic, and there there is no one solution. I know, and then you know. And then where Facebook or Twitter, everyone is sitting behind a keyboard, keyboard tough guys, yeah. and are being inappropriate and rude about the situation doesn't help. That's my take on it. People are inappropriate and rude about things that I can't understand how they would find something to, to complain about. Yeah. Can't please everyone. No. You notice that sometimes? Yeah. You get a, what's the average comment where it's like a not nice one? You mean what? On, on your, do you have a... Inappropriate so we do, comments daily or like occasionally or it, it really most kind of, of the time? It, it kind of depends. So like the mascot topic. Oh, the mascot topic is a big one. The panhandling I've probably one. written over the years ten or twelve stories that have had to do with the mask mascot or nickname in one way or another, and I'll be writing another one tomorrow. Um, that's you know, there's a lot of comments. Most of them, in the most recent go-around, have actually been 
more polite than I expected them to be. But there are other stories that people have gone off kind of on the... So when you post yeah. online, this is a PSA, be a good friend, right? Think. There's an acronym THINK. I can't think of what it stands for, but T is like, take your time and think about it. H is like, I don't know. I forgot what they are at the How time. How does it make you feel? Yeah, you know them, right? Uh, no, I actually don't. I was just I making mean, that up. Yeah. And then it's just like, don't type something that you wouldn't say yeah. in front of your grandmother. Or Well, I actually went on a little soapbox in my introduction to Business Buzz this morning because there have been a few stories lately where people have just not been kind and they haven't been good friends. And I feel like they're reacting maybe to a headline Maybe I've failed in my headline writing. I actually work very, very hard to write a headline that's not clickbait. Mm. But you don't want the whole story in the headline because I'm spending it. time reading, yeah. you know, writing the story. I want people to have the incentive to read the story. It's actually a very difficult task to write a good headline. And um, you have to tell just enough of the story. Can I be a guest writer someday? Absolutely. Or is it editorial I, or just a, a write a so, piece? Um, either one. I mean, we, we welcome contributions from the public. Um, we do letters to the editor. We do op-eds. I have a couple of op-eds on the site right now about the warrior mascot. and mascot yeah. nickname um, topic. And we certainly publish press releases about right. events that are coming up, like your if you're running a fundraiser and you want to submit something, absolutely. We accept content like that. All right, great. Well, thank you. I'm sorry I cut you off. I think you were saying something. Oh, yeah. I was, was just talking about people not, not being kind to each other and not being kind to, to business owners and residents. So not even directly fighting with each other, but putting these criticisms out there when you're just not really thinking about the impact yeah. of them. We call it putting someone on blast. Like you went to a, a restaurant and maybe the waiter took an additional five minutes to get to you. You don't need to go and run to the Right, it's like giving just, somebody a one star on Yelp because... Yeah. And come to find out those your can't toast change. That, that's tough. A Yelp review means a lot because it's not like... The, per, the restaurant can only go under and defend it. Mm -hmm. They can't change it. You yep. can't reach out to Yelp and say, hey, that's not fair. Like their opinion is now posted publicly and it's one individual's opinion that they could have been having a bad day. Right. Every interaction doesn't need to be posted online, especially in a negative way. That's right. my take. I mean, you probably see it more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> and where'd you go to school? Uh, college, college, or I went to Duke University. Yeah, where's that? Where, where, hold on a second. Oh, Let's go. Yes, yes. I love it. I love it. So if you go, are you a Cameron crazy? I was a Cameron crazy. Have you crazy. ever sat with the Cameron crazies? I absolutely did. I, That's bucket list In for my four years at, at Duke, now this is back in the dark ages, but I only ever missed one game. In four years? In four years. That is fantastic. One, one home game that where I wasn't on like Cameron crazy break or whatever, but painted face going crazy. Uh, we, we didn't paint our faces back then. <laughs> they hadn't inv invented it. No, but we, we were the seating arrangements we, still the same. Absolutely the, the same. Were close? Students were right there on, you know, right. Oops, sorry. 
right along the floor, packed in like sardines. It was hot as anything in there. Yeah. Um, even if it was cold outside, it was, you know, just sweltering hot in, in Cameron. And the atmosphere is just so, it's no, just so bucket awesome. list. I want to see North Carolina at Cameron. Cameron crazy. Have you seen... What were some top-notch players when you were when you were there? Oh, you're gonna date you me? Th- yeah. Would you rather not? Who's your favorite? Were you there for Coach K? I was there. Yeah, when Coach K years, first right? started. First year, so yep. Yeah, so a long time ago, he he had just started, so I was yeah, he's, there. He's in done the, this year. How you know, do you feel about that? Jay Billis was there okay. when I was there. Yeah, so. I like Jay Billis. Yeah. No, Cameron Crazy. I want to see the Giants at the Cowboys. I want to see. Uh, Notre Dame playing Ireland, and I want to see a, a Cameron Crazy game mm. just to be there. Like a Duke Carolina game is is the absolute best. You've been to how many? Um, I guess four. Definitely four. Yeah. And have you been back since? Not to a game. Gotcha. I'm not sure I'd want to go to a game and not sit in the student section. I've been back and had tours of Cameron, and I've sat in the seats, you know, at a reception or something like that. Um, I've been to. Duke basketball games when they've been played in um, other places. Madison Square Garden. Um, Madison Square Garden a couple of times. In St. John's. The, they do that a lot. Yep. We, we've done that. Um, the last one I saw was at whatever it's at the Meadowlands, whatever the, the indoor oh, basketball yep. arena is there. Um, we, we actually took, that's, it's been a while. We took my dad there. My daughter was a student at UConn and it was a Duke UConn oh, nice. game. And um, my daughter wore her Yukon gear. My dad wore Duke and Yukon because my sister went to Yukon and I went to Duke. And my husband and I had on our Duke gear. And our son, who eventually did go to Yukon also, was wearing both. Nice. And so Ted went to Duke too? Ted went to Duke also. Ted. That's where we met. We met actually working on the Duke Chronicle, the newspaper there. Is, oh, so he's in writing and editing too? He's actually a compliance officer at Mass Mutual, but we both worked um, on the paper while we were in college. Now, what makes Ted a good friend? Oh, Ted is, a, Ted is actually, he's, he is a volunteer extraordinaire. He, he's always um, no volunteering for, he's, he's been the um, chair of the No Webster House board for a long time. He just accepted a position as a senior warden at St. James Episcopal Church, which is the church he grew uh-huh. up going to. He um, does a lot of work with Journey Home, starting from when it was a hand up. So he he's always doing a lot of philanthropic. No, I love things. seeing Ted around. Ted is always donating to our can drive. Ted was riding bikes through the Park Road Parade um, and just friendly. We talk mm-hmm. and chat it up. So Ted, thanks for being a good friend. Uh, so no, it's great, and thank you for being a celebrity server at Rita's Italian Ice in 2019 and Donut Crazy in March of 2020. What was was the biggest takeaway of being a celebrity server? Well, I feel a little weird with this like celebrity title. Oh no, in West Hartford, you're a celebrity. (laughs) Well, it's just, it's fun to to be in that position, getting to talk to a lot of different people and, and knowing that what I'm doing, which isn't work, it's fun really, is is helping out a good cause. So I've done celebrity, and I'm gonna put the air quotes on it again, yep. serving also for Effie's Place, um, oh, yep. for the Park Road Parade fundraiser, and at um, 
Ben and Jerry's for the um, Gabriella's Scoop Night, which is Adria Giordano's fundraiser for Connecticut Children's Medical Center. Gotcha. So those are some yeah, of the other ones I've done. celebrity everywhere. That's awesome. So I got some pictures. Dave's going to put them up in color. My printer was off. Oh, that's not it. That's not it. This is our Donut Crazy. This was your 30 minutes. John Lyons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great weather guy. You talked weather. Yep. Uh, Irene, who owns Donut Crazy. Yep. Mary Faye. I can't tell who that is. Oh, Brooke Daly. Okay, I was trying to figure she's out who that was. Of yeah, yeah, she's she's awesome too. So, yeah. Episode ten. Um, Feeney talks with friend is Irene, and episode fifteen is Brooke. Yeah. So Brooke, yeah, Finn. Finn's my student. Finn's. So, uh, I love Finn. Finn is Finn is, like, Finn is such a cool kid. Finn He's, Friday. Finn is great. And your sh- your shirt says uh, Weeha is my friend. Oh, okay. Weeha is my friend. And, and then that was right before the pandemic, wasn't it? It was like like it was like, like a six week before. Days before yeah. Yes. Before the Good world memory, ended. Yeah, because it was the last real fun event in person event. Mm-hmm. And then again, Dave will pop these up in color because Dave from Direct Line Media, which I forgot to shout out, we're all this is all thanks to Dave at Direct Line Media and Owen. Uh, for doing this wonderful podcast. He put up with me for f- almost 40 episodes. And thank you and to I've Will. Got, I've got some great coffee because while I love beer, I didn't think that that would necessarily <laughs> help me speak clearly. <laughs> so, yes, and thank you to Cody, who does the coffee, and Will, who does the beer. We're in Weeha Roasting and Brewing. And what do you think of the flag? I love that. Yeah, my buddy made love that. love that flag. We're going to get you a Weeha.com Oh, that flag. would be awesome. A desk. Why don't you want a desk size? Sure. Or you want a big one? Well, I don't know. I kind of like the big one. All right. I'll see what I can do. So I, I think I won one of those flags at an auction, and my it's in my daughter's um, basement right oh, nice. now. I mean, their finished basement. Not, oh, wait. Yeah, you did win one. I did. I did. did but I don't have American it anymore. Flag, did, it's an American flag. And you, get, you gifted it? I gifted All it right. to my daughter because she display? absolutely loved it. It is on display. It is in their like basement family room. Um, nice. Th- their man cave, basically. On the wall? On the wall. Nice. On Can you wall. send me a pic? I'll try to Someday. do that, yeah. Next time uh, I go over there. What, oh, what over. minute are we? Like 40 minutes with Feeney, and this is my buddy. He's a Waterbury cop, one of my good friends. He does this to decompress. He goes in the basement. He, he loves it. And um, so, yeah. I like Savage the palette art, flags. The folk art style of it, yeah. All right, and I it's, like it a lot. it's currently on display. You heard it here, so he's going to be happy to hear that. Yeah, I remember you now. I dropped that off at your house on the side. Yeah, on my side porch, yeah. All right, all right. Now it's all coming back to me. And then you are celebrity server at Rita's. Mike Kent works at American Eagle Financial Credit Union. Sonar works for the uh, Hartford Wolfpack. Me and you. And then your server time was... Uh, there's David Doff again, Leon, yeah, yeah. Jeff Brand Insurance, Okay. Derek Slap, yeah. he's episode 21, Nancy Sohn is episode 5, Nancy Sohn is our secretary of, of Friends of Feeney, she's the main reason we started it, uh, she lost her husband while her daughter was in my class oh. nine years ago, um, so, but now, like, she she kind of gives back and is passionate about helping other families and she can empathize with them. And uh, she's just the strongest person I know. That's Nancy Sohn. So episode five, if you want to check that out. And then Jeff Brand was also great pulling our trailer in multiple parades. So 
No, these are always good events serving. So thank you again for serving. You, Dave's going to have these in color. Please, please forgive my black and white copies. So you always have an awesome float in the Park Red Parade. Yes, we're like, I think we won it like three times, maybe four times. I pretty much always use it as my feature photo from that parade. Nice. Yeah. You can keep doing it? Promise keep, to doing keep doing it, it. Yes. absolutely. That was so cool. Thank you for that. Yeah, no, Josh Sorrell, episode 24. He's a construction guy. I got the list right here, mm -hmm. my cheat sheet of podcast guests. Uh, Josh Sorrell is awesome. He puts together the truck. He hung like the be a good friend in cardboard. Um, yeah, today, this year, the Park Road Parade, it was like our highest float. Mm -hmm. It was really, really proud of it. He was like, tell me, how do we do? How do we do? And I'm like, best float. So it was great. <laughs> Thank you for using the cover photo. Thank you for that. And thank you for being here. And thank you for being a good friend. Thank you for volunteering your time and being a celebrity server. Not, not celebrity. You're <laughs> hard C, celebrity. No, thank you so much. Uh, and again, you, you published the story, Business Buzz, uh, the Lions Auto. We collaborated, you mm -hmm. mentioned earlier, Journey Homes. We collaborated mm -hmm. with Journey Homes, Food Share, Friends of Feeney. It was a great, I like that core unit that was a good we had journey homes getting furniture food share getting food and we were collecting cans and uh helping out we, we have more cans for the can drive too yes that's my husband said ask eric <laughs> when the next can drive is we've got a lot in our garage all right ted we're gonna get one going this weather is not very conducive for can drives right we last year we've done we, we did one in january and february and it was like five degrees and i couldn't walk my dog for like three days because i was like my skin was still frozen, <laughs> but uh, we're going to try to do another one. Mm -hmm. At any time, you can drop off at the West Hartford Redemption Center mm -hmm. across from Chick-fil-A and see Chet. Chet is my guy. He's a friend. And you say, hey, these are for Friends of Feeney, and he's got an account built with us. Oh, perfect. Okay. Or the Lions, Lions Auto. Uh -huh. They have a, a big bucket and basket. You just drop them down and say, hey, these are for Friends of Feeney. Okay, perfect. So two different spots. If we're not having a can drive, Lions Auto on New Britain Ave and um, West Hartford Redemption Center. I think that's Oakwood. Is that Oakwood? Do you know? uh, it's in that Oakwood, Oakwood Avenue extension area. But I do, yeah, it's, it's over near the um, Brixton Street, maybe. Oh, maybe it's in Brixton. That, it's it's in, that, in that area. And then. Oh, um, I gave up drinking soda pretty much, so that's cut down on the number of cans. But um, we, we do like craft beer in our nice. house, so. Do you have a favorite? Ah, so that's hard to say. We have uh, a new park, treehouse, Weha Roasting and Brewing. We have, yeah, Weha Brewing. Is, <laughs> Weha Brewing. Weha Brewing is, is awesome. And, you know, I, I try to support all of the local breweries. Um, I love New Park Brewing also, and um, I love Treehouse also. I love um, Sip of Sunshine's been kind of one yeah. of my longtime favorites. Um, sea Hag. I like, I like Sea Hag, yeah. yeah. And uh, my daughter had her rehearsal dinner at Stony Creek, so we're big oh, fans nice. of like the the cranky beer. Okay. Also, so very cool. That's a guy. That's a good location. Yeah, yeah. Really beautiful location right there. You know, right in Brantford. Oh, I was going to ask where it is, Brantford. Yeah, Brantford, right, right I, on the water. On so funny connection. I listen to Crime Junkie. I don't know. It's a podcast. I want to suggest and recommend other podcasts, but it's a great if you're into crime. There was a crime in Nantucket, and the suspect was a Feeney. 
Oh. So it was like, and then, and the only reason I bring this up, because you venture to Nantucket quite often, and I, it, it came up to me, Parkville Market, Parkville Market, um, Twisted Italian. Do you ever go to Twisted yeah. Italian in Parkville Market? Yeah. Michelle, she's from Nantucket. So you got to talk Nantucket with her. I actually have already. You have. The very first time I met her. I don't know how we ended right? up on that subject. And because she goes, Feeney, there's a lot of Feenies in Nantucket. Are you from Nantucket? And I'm like, no, I've never been actually. I want to go. Hint, hint, Ronnie. It's I, beautiful. I go. It's beautiful. I don't know if you got a spot for me. But um, <laughs> um, she's like, so I didn't, a week later, I'm listening to this crime junkie. So I don't know. Do you any, know any Feenies that? had a crime at Nantucket? I, I don't, offhand. But Should Twisted I? Italian's phenomenal. Yeah. No Twist, relation. Yeah, I want to go on Italian record. great. No relation to that Feeney, whoever he did, whatever he did, no relation to I'm the I'm going to have to look that up now. Look it up. That's, so I thought it was like full circle. Nantucket, yeah. Michelle, Ronnie, your bearded collie loves Nantucket. Yes, Millie loves, loves Nantucket. It's her happy place. She loves to run on the beach and chase seagulls. Nice. And uh, my in-laws built a house there in the early 1970s, which is how our family yeah. has a place there now. Oh, and what's, why is it hashtag ACK? ACK is... ACK, <laughs> I couldn't figure it no, out, ACK now is, I got you here. It's, it's the airport, is ACK, uh, A-C-K is the call letters, is that the right Okay, but right you take the ferry the over, right? Yeah, but the airport is but ACK, when you hashtag just like BDL it. is the uh, airport. ACK. So, I don't know, ACK just somehow became what people call Nantucket just so it's like the short hashtag code word like yeah. nickname weeha is that yeah, the weeha exactly. for ack yeah Nantucket. okay okay so yeah I've been wondering that every time I'm like what's with the ack I see the bearded collie I see the beach yeah ack hashtag Nantucket hashtag ack yeah. okay very cool are you ready for a game Ready for a game? Oh, I hope so. Do I need to have another sip of my coffee first? <laughs> so you have two choices. Well, we're going both. I'm not very good at games. Oh, well. I'll warn you. All right, so we'll start here. I've been then. trying with Wordle. Ooh, are you a Wordle person? So I like Wordle, but I'm not very good at it yet. Okay. I'm not, I, I feel like I should be, because words are my business, like right. I should be a really good word game person. But I'm not, like I did, I'm not good at Scrabble, and I'm kind of good at Boggle. But Ooh, Boggle. I, I like Boggle. Have you posted your Wordle? I posted the very first one. Okay. And it took me six tries. Ooh. Or five, maybe. And did you feel bad? Like, oh, it's going to take me five tries? Um, I like how people flex. Like, got it in two. I'm awesome. Yeah. No, that's the only one I've posted and probably the only one I ever will unless I happen to, like, get a hole in one. That's, that'd be great. Yeah. I have to admit I do the Wordle, but I refuse to post it. Mm. Matt Dix posts them. He's my buddy at school. Okay. I like, love Matt Dix. He's, yeah. he's awesome. I read his blog every single day. He, he's been doing that every day for like 20 years, blogging. Yeah. It's amazing. But stop posting your wordle, Matt. <laughs> no, he's, we have a funny relationship. He's great. We golf together and hang out. So, But we like to bust each other. I've done a couple speak-ups. It's a great program. I saw, oh, yeah, speaking of Matt Dix, you also do a podcast with John Lyons and Matt Dix was a guest. So how's that podcast and with so John Lyons? It's, so it's really, it's more of like a Facebook Live Oh, Facebook show. Live, yep. So we we tried it, we, we were trying to do it, you know, every week or two, but um, 
words, uh, work and life has gotten in the way. John yeah. was, was away for a while. Um, we, we try to do it when there's kind of a hot topic to discuss. It really started with the beginning of the pandemic. It started the week before okay. the pandemic or the week, a couple of days before things shut down. And then we use um, a platform called Be Live so that we can do it remotely. You can have four people on at once in and show your little screen. Brady Bunch squares. Nice. But it be live will go straight to YouTube and straight to Facebook Live. So it, okay. it works pretty well. It's a fairly clear connection. Um, it records, so it, it's worked well for us to use that, that platform. How many guests have you had? Um, Oh, gosh. A lot? More I, than 10? More than 20? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We, oh, we had nice. the governor on, actually. Oh, nice. That was, Ned? That was, Ned? Ned was probably our, our most... we got to get Ned uh, on here. Yeah. I, yeah. Going through pictures today, I got a picture of me and Ned. Um, I worked at the... I was a local political coordinator for the CEA, the Connecticut mm -hmm. Education Association. We interview every governor that came on. I had a picture with Dan Malloy and Ned the first time around when Dan ended up winning. Mm -hmm. And I, Ned, and then, you know, I think it was eight years or four mm -hmm. years later, Ned came on. But just saw that picture today, too. So Dan Malloy and I actually went to the same high school. Oh, Stanford? At uh, West Hill. Oh, West from Hill. Stanford. All right. Very He's cool. older, though. Is he? Good. He, uh, no, he had a great, he was very thankful to teachers. He talked about having a speech issue mm -hmm. and how his teacher really was helpful. And so when he, you know, really sold us on teachers, I liked it then he rolled up his, his sleeves and he looked at us and he's like if i lose you all lose and i was like "Ooh, i don't know about this <laughs> but he ended up winning so we'll see all right are you ready these are crazy <gasps> pressure, questions pressure okay okay we this is irene episode 10 donut crazy sponsored these questions these okay. are kid written by kids for you all right and they're all going to say their favorite restaurant before we begin, can you go on record with a favorite restaurant in West Hartford? Oh, I, I have can't, to be fair. No, right? I can't. So when people have asked me what's my like all-time, long-time favorite restaurant, it's got to be Brico because it's been here since the beginning, and it, it's pretty much where we've celebrated almost every anniversary. We okay. go, I go there other times too, but. But I really try to, to visit all of the restaurants in yeah. town. I think I've been to almost every single restaurant other than maybe like a few tiny, tiny little ones. Um, but And do you pay when you go out? I do. That's a question. No, That's people, a question? Oh. People, no, I'm just kidding. I was always wondering that. Do you get a discount? Do you get a free app? I Every once in a while I get a, a free app. So do it's, I. And it's more just because somebody says, I really want you to try, try this. this. Yeah. Like Billy will bring over something nice. Somebody, you know. How about the Nutella pie at Brico? Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. The best, that's, I'll go yeah, on record, might, yeah. say, might be the best dessert. My favorite dish at Brico, because I'm really not like a sweet tooth person, is the salmon. Ooh, yep. I yeah, just had cedar that. Cedar plank salmon. I just had that. I actually saw Billy Grant last week when I was eating some salmon somewhere else and <laughs> at the Russell, the new Russell. Oh, yeah. And that salmon was amazing, too. But Billy's is different, and Billy's is, I don't know, it's something unique about it. It's got some I secret ingredients. Ben Chaback, the director of High Meadow Camp, where mm -hmm. I work, after our podcast, we went to Brico, and I had the salmon. Oh, can't beat it. 
All right, sorry, we got off track. Crazy questions. Okay. Would you rather live in New York or Boston? Boston. Would you quit your job for a million dollars? No. Really? That was a good one. What was your first job? My first job was a lifeguard for the Stanford Parks and Rec Department. Nice. Or babysitting. I mean, this person's yes. first favorite restaurant is hibachi. When did you start your career? I started my first career right when I graduated from college working for the Travelers um, as an underwriting and marketing person, but I started my journalism career oh, in 2000, 2000 maybe, 2001. All right. Would you rather be the president or a podcaster? I'd rather be a podcaster. <laughs> Absolutely. I would not want to be president. Favorite restaurant is Chick uh, Chipotle, excuse me, Chipotle. Would you rather write about cats or dogs? I would rather write about dogs because I own a dog, but I like cats too. I grew up with cats. Would you rather write for the rest of your life or work for weha.com for the rest of your life? Uh, well, that's kind of both, but I don't think I could work for weha.com for the rest of my life because it's kind of a, a lifestyle that can't be sustained forever. It's a lot of work. I know. You're like, I see you sometimes. You're like, I got to go write a story. I got to write a story. Yeah. And it's like the pressure, there's always a timeline, right? You have to get it done. Yeah. I mean, you it's. Do, you don't want to wait a week on a story because then it's like old news. It's old news. news. Right. Right. So sometimes I do wait too long. Sometimes those evergreen stories can wait. Sometimes feature stories take a backseat to the news because the news never stops. Um, but last night, I, yesterday I was having trouble with our site. In fact, we're migrating to a new server tonight. And that was already in the works. But yesterday, we just had some pretty bad technical problems. And I had left and went out to dinner because yeah. I couldn't get anything done. And I came back from dinner at 8.30 and I had two more stories to write. What time did you end? About 12.30. Man. A.M. And we have another hibachi vote. And this person loves Olive Garden. Would you rather eat 100 burgers or 100 hot dogs? <laughs> How about one of each? All right. I like hot dogs, though. I like burgers and hot dogs. When did you become an editor? I became an editor in 2004. That was the first, my first job where my title was editor. Would you rather eat a milkshake or a pizza? Ooh. Probably a pizza, but I, I, I like a good chocolate milkshake every now and then. Nice. What's your middle name? My, so my original middle name, my maiden, when, when I still had my maiden name, was Maureen. Nice. When I got married, I kept my maiden name, which is Zimbler, as my middle name. So that's why uh, okay. the Z is my middle initial. All right, cool. Because I thought it was cooler. I... Would you rather eat a hamburger with fries or hot dog? Uh, does a hot dog come with fries? Because I really like fries. Yes. So. Another vote for hibachi. That's yeah, three you hibachis know what, really, in a row. Yeah, it doesn't, it, it depends. A good grilled hot dog, or the, there's a hot dog place in Mamaroneck, New York, which is where my mom's from, called Walter's Hot Dogs. And they actually have the world's most amazing hot dogs. So I would Do pick they split a, them? They're split and they're split like and kind of fried in like Ooh. some kind of buttery secret concoction yeah. and 
I'm from Waterbury. Really Frankie's good. hot dogs and Blackie's. If you ever want to try, take a little ride to Cheshire. Blackie's, they boil them. And there's this relish, and they kind of have a snap. Mm. Do you like to snap? Yeah. But Blackie's hot dogs. Mm. Okay. And I'll try Merrimack. Where is that again? Mamaronek, uh, New York. Mamaronek. Mamaronek. It's it's in Westchester. It's near okay. like Larchmont and White White Plains that area. Gotcha. Favorite restaurant? Jake's Wayback. Do you like Jake's Wayback? I haven't been there in a while, um, but yeah, I've had some good food there. Good burgers. Another, what's your favorite restaurant? Can you do a top three? Brico? <sighs> prefer not. Yeah, pr- prefer not. Another prefer Olive not. Garden vote. There's a, there's a lot of restaurants, so so I think the, the kids maybe have a little more casual taste than, right? than I might wow. have. Um, you know, I love like Zahara. I love Union Kitchen. Um, I, I love the Zephyr's Pizza. That's where I ate dinner last night. Oh, nice. I love Toro Taberna, the new... Um, Smoke Public House, um, Frida, um, Max Oyster Bar, Savoy, Max Burger, pretty much anything on I'm you going know to anything Max's in the center. on Friday. Can't wait, Max's Oyster. We're celebrating with the again with the camp guy, camp directors. We won best camp, so we're celebrating with the directors on Friday, Max's Oyster. So I'll see you there if you're there. Olive Garden, another Olive Garden. Favorite restaurant is McDonald's. Would you rather be? A, a teacher or a babysitter? Uh, a teacher. Would you rather be a... Got it. What favorite? Bugles, bagels. Burger, bugles, burgers, bagel. Bugles, bagel. Burgers? Burgers. Burgers, bagels. That's what it says. Would you rather be an editor or a baseball player? Oh, definitely an editor because I'm terrible at baseball. <laughs> I have, I'm very challenged when it comes to hand-to-eye coordination. What's your favorite food? My hey. favorite food... It's got to be something salty, like um, French fries. Nice. What's your favorite thing to edit? Oh, my favorite thing to edit. I don't think anybody's ever asked me that question before. Um, My favorite thing to edit is a story that's so well written that it really doesn't need editing. Um, (laughs) You're just like, good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. Keep it moving. Yeah. would you rather be a writer slash author or a waiter at a restaurant? Uh, writer slash author. Would you rather... I was a waitress for a couple of days, and I, it didn't go well. <laughs> it's a tough job. Would you rather be in a book or be on a plate or be a plate to serve food? <laughs> hmm, that's a tough <laughs> one. Would you rather... uh, I don't know how I would answer that. Oh, this is a good one. Would you rather eat 100 meals from the best restaurant in the world or eat 100 lollipops that are the best lollipops in the world? Oh, 100 meals, definitely. And her favorite restaurant no. is Nummy. You ever go to Nummy? Oh, Nummy's really good. Right? Yeah. That's in your bookend. Oh, no, it's actually not because Frida's like right here. Wait, no, it is Frida. So I'm trying to think of what, what was in the Nummy space. Yeah, what I know was it was, it was um, the New Asia Chinese restaurant. And moved across the right street. Right before. Yep. But back when, back when I wrote that story in 2002, maybe, I don't know if that was a restaurant space or not. I can't remember. Baseball. They asked the baseball picture because I showed them this picture. Do you remember that day? 
Oh, yeah. Okay, at the Yard Goods game, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love to watch baseball. I'm just not I don't good think at playing we, it. I didn't really, we didn't really know each other at the time. And I'm like, hey, that's Ronnie. We're both throwing out the first pitch. Was that, Ronnie. And it was was uh, that when, uh, so I was there with the Komen. Yeah. Right. How, how do you know? Oh, because your hat or your shirt. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. We were there for Woolcats Day, our school. And then you were doing, yeah, Komen. Komen, and I did cancer. get to, yeah. Yeah, I did. Did get to throw out a, a I think pitch. he threw the ball better than I did because I <laughs> dribbled mine in. So my son played baseball and he and he pitched. So I had him actually teach me how to properly did throw a baseball. Oh my god, I definitely week practiced. Prior? How long? Oh, week? Two weeks? Maybe, two hours? Maybe a week. Maybe a week. <laughs> All right, a couple more crazy. Are these crazy enough for you? These are good. These are good. Would you rather have a a pet or a pet snake? A pet. Can't read that one. What's your favorite color? My favorite color is blue. And another hibachi. Is Feeney your friend? Feeney is definitely my friend. How did you meet Mr. Feeney? Wow, I don't remember. How did we first meet? Was it that day? It might have been that might day. might have been that day. Of course, I knew of weha.com, and I was like, went up to you like you were a celebrity <laughs> and said hi. I'm pretty I'm sure I also interviewed you at Walcott about something. And, and I might have... Well, maybe a first day of school. I might have written a story... But you missed me this year. I'm really mad about that. I missed you? I'm kidding. Oh. It's already pointed out who we're going to... Who you're going to interview. I was in there once oh, for the I first day told, of school. Oh, I was told... I was told who I yeah, needed you were. to interview. Yeah. Favorite restaurant? Panera. And we know you have a pet. Where were you born? I was born in Port Chester, New York. Um, nice. But I And I lived my first two and a half years of my life in New Rochelle, New York. Okay. Which is not that far from Mamernick, where Walter's Hot Dogs is. I'm going to try that. But Walter's my, uh, Hot Dogs. My father went to New Rochelle High School, and that's where his parents lived. And we lived, not with his parents, but in that town. Gotcha. And then I moved to Stanford. Would you, either, would you rather write nine, 90 million words or eat nine hamburgers? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd go with the hamburgers, I think. 90 million is a lot of words, although... I don't know how many words I've written over the course of my life. Could be that many. Do you make YouTube videos? I guess I'd have to say yes, because we do the Facebook Live and they go on, on YouTube. I don't make TikTok videos, though. Can you do a TikTok video? I, I did one once with my daughter <laughs> um, right at the very beginning of the pandemic. Nice. I've yet to do one. Shake Shack's their favorite. Would you rather smell or be a pickle forever? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of a weird question. I like to eat pickles, though. So. What's your favorite subject? What was your favorite subject in school? Ah, uh, gosh. I would say it was English. Um, but I didn't, I didn't go to school to, to become a writer. And I, I wouldn't say I'm a creative writer, but I, but I did, have always really, really liked to read. And I took extra English classes when I was in high school. Um, I, I have much greater appreciation for history now than I ever did. I, when I was in high school, I took a course called Senior Seminar, and it was kind of a philosophy course, and I loved that. That was probably my favorite class I took all through high school, and I still really have, have an interest in philosophy, political philosophy, nice. not on a highbrow level, but on a how does it relate to life level. You ever plan to write a book? 
probably not, um, unless unless it's helping someone write a memoir. I could see doing that, but I'm not I'm not a creative writer. I don't have characters floating around in my head, clamoring to get out. You're like more detail oriented, or I like factual. It, it's funny because I read mostly nonfiction, other than articles and you know newspapers and magazines, but I'm not one to pick up a nonfiction book. I really like a good story, but when I write. I, I'm not, I don't have those characters in my head. I, I admire people so much who, who do, though. How many miles did you run this morning? Zero. <laughs> How about over the weekend? Over the weekend, I did not run. I cross-country skied about two miles um, on the Rockledge Golf Course okay. on, on uh, Sunday. I ran um, one day last week, like four and a half miles with a friend, so that, that's probably the most I've done. How about Ted? Recently. Uh, Ted actually didn't run this weekend because of the weather. He skied with me, though. Yeah, how is that cross-country skiing? A lot of people awesome. speak very highly yeah. of the Rockledge. It's beautiful. We live about a quarter mile from it, and it, it's just absolutely such a gem to have right there, basically, in our Great cardio, backyard. Too. Oh, yeah. Like running? Yep, yep. Yeah, gets your heart going. I've I, never I got done intensity it. minutes on my, you know, on my Garmin watch. You're, you're not locked in, right? They kind of kick up to get that. You're, the front of your boot is locked into the ski, but the, your heels are able to, to move. So you glide. Yeah. Can you go downhill and ski a little bit if needed? Or are you pretty you, much only flat You can't flat go ground? like that. But no, you can go downhill, but you okay. can't. You can't like. Right. Yeah. No. That's called. Yeah. You you have to. French fry pizza. French fry pizza. Well, you have to kind of pizza wedge to stop, and it's it's a little challenging. Okay. How about snowshoeing? Can you snowshoe over there? You can. You can. A lot of people were actually snowshoeing. um, We just got a set of snowshoes. It's a great place to. to Never snowshoed either. So that's fun. We I have snowshoes also. What do you like better, snowshoe or skiing? Um. I mean, it really kind of depends on the conditions. Um, I'm probably more apt to go out cross-country skiing because if, I don't know, if if the skiing is good, then I'll, I'll take advantage of cross-country skiing, and then other times I'll just get too lazy about, you know, I don't like the cold, so I'll stay inside or I'll do a workout at the gym or do a, you know, video workout at home. That's so cool. Hold on, we got to get a picture. Oh, and we got to get a photo. Hello, we got traditional stuff and then we're yeah. done here we're, we don't have time for incoherent incoherent is a great so it's like a gibberish game if you say like can you read that out taco tuesday and then that's taco tuesday Ta- oh so you say it all right we'll play one time okay. come on okay real quick real quick um well let's look for yeah gonna look nice we'll take a little pause here we have all right. So, um, can you get me a picture of that too? Can I share it on of course, social media? Of course, definitely. All right. So, it's gibberish. The more you say it, bullying kennel night or. All right. We're gonna play real quick. Incoherent with Feeny here with Ronnie Newman at weha.com. Say it a couple times out loud. It means no sleep. What? Bullying kennel. So I'll give you kennel nighter. So pulling an all-nighter. Pulling an all-nighter. Okay. All right. You got this. You got this. This is Spider-Man. Dom Holland. Dom Holland. Dom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom. Okay. All right. You're going to get this one. Mitchin in pause to pull. 
Mission Impossible. Boom. All right, all right, I got that one. Incoherent with Beanie. Pilly Eilish. Billy Eilish. Yes, you are good. <laughs> OMG. Oh, OMG. OMG. So it's, it's an abbreviation for, OMG? A, big, for okay. a big reaction. Okay. Incoherent. Just when we said we weren't going to play. Oh, and what minute are we playing incoherent so we know? Hour 10. Oh, wow. Dwayne Dr. Hawk Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne Dr. Hawk Johnson. Famous Dwayne. actor and wrestler. Dwayne somebody Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne. He's in all the movies now. Biggest okay. actor around. Uh, yeah, Dwayne not. The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock, okay. All right, last one. That's a bad one for me. Teacher's first, favorite day. First day off summer. First day of summer. Boom. That was fun. Incoherent. They, they play this That's on fun. Fridays and Saturdays here. There's an adult version. Okay. Uh, this is the family version. Okay. All it's right. lots of fun. Definitely, if you get the family together, your son and daughter will love that. You get screaming. It's lots of fun. My family would probably like the adult version. Yes. Yeah, my kids are adults, 23 and, and uh, almost yeah. 27. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I would, if you play, what's another game? Yeah, but you would definitely, it's a great time. Again, we played Incoherent. We did Crazy Questions. We've talked about WeHot.com. I can't thank you enough for sitting down and talking on the Beanie Talks with Friends podcast. Um, any closing remarks? Uh, thank you for having me on and, and keep on doing what you're doing. You're doing such a great service for this town. And, and it's really, it's people like you who make West Hartford really such a special place. And, and I welcome the opportunity to share the stories about the good things that you're doing because that makes my job really important too. Well, thank that you, Ronnie. It, thank yeah. you so much. Makes that means it a lot. I really appreciate your kind words. And thank you for your business buzz and writing how our nonprofit got started and our upcoming fundraisers when they're there. You always post and I can't thank you enough. And you are Weha, you are the community of Weha. And we look forward to your writing. And I, I was really enjoyed talking with you. So thank you so much. And uh, we'll say be a good friend on three. One, two, three. Be, be a, a good, good friend. friend. Thanks, Ronnie. That was awesome.